6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Transparency Talks Podcast with Butterbee Rocker. everybody to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your hostess with the most is Butter V. Rocker. Super excited about today. Listen, although it's raining outside, rain is always good because rain means that there's growth going on. Then you're at home, you got time, make sure you're elevating your mind, be creative, write something, read something, do something to enhance yourself. While you're reading, make sure you read my book, Fear of failure, fear of not trying. I am an Amazon bestseller and became one within seven hours. So make sure that you guys read it. With all of that being said, I am super excited about today because we have an amazing person that I want to introduce. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Miss Tasia Bell, who is a bassist, a musical director, and now an artist. How you doing, Tasia? Hi, how are you? Good. I'm so glad that you uh, you could make it today. We've been trying to get scheduled for some time, but my schedule, your schedule, has just been crazy. <laughs> but I always say that, you know, uh, it always happens when it's supposed to happen. So I'm super excited, you know, at the fact that you uh, made time for me today. So we're going to get right into it, all right? So, uh, you know, it's not that many female bass players. So what made you choose the bass and when did you start playing the bass? Um, I started in middle school. I was 11, I was 11 years old um, and I had to pick an elective um, and I picked orchestra and I walked into orchestra class the first day and I saw this big tall instrument and I was like, well, that looks cool. And all of the girls in the class chose violin mm-hmm. and I, I, Usually, I like to go against what everybody else is doing. Are you a rebel? <laughs> a little bit, you know. <laughs> People would think that, but I, I, I try, you know, especially if I'm told to do something, you know. And so the teacher was like, "Don't you want to play violin like the other girls?" And I was like, "No, I don't." So, and I was tall. I've been tall since I was small. Um, I, I, I guess I shot up early and just kind of stayed tall. So the the bass is tall. I was tall. And uh, I just didn't want to play violin, so <laughs> yeah. So the teacher's like, "If you're serious, I'll let you stay." And so I guess I proved to him that I was serious about being good at it. And so then, then he encouraged me after that. <laughs> okay. okay. So when did you when did you say, "Hey, you know what? You know, although this was just an elective and everything, um, I, I'm actually really feeling this, and and I'm going to start taking it serious." When did when was that moment for you? Uh, it was eighth grade, and I was recruited to play um, in this. There was a performing performance art magnet in high school, and the band director, Mr. Dorsey, came to uh, and recruited me in eighth grade to come play at his high school concert uh, with his second jazz band. 
and I played with them. And I was like, whoa, this is this is really cool. And then I ended up going to that school and being a part of that magnet program. And I was a music student. And that's when I realized that I really loved performing and playing. And I started, I got my first gig when I was 16. And that's when I was just like, oh, wow, this is, <laughs> this is amazing. You know, it's just a whole new world for me. I don't come from a family of like musicians. Right. Or, that's, I didn't grow up playing in church. So it's not like I, that the world was necessarily understood to me outside of it just being a hobby. Mm -hmm. And it was I started getting all the practice um, and the experience in that magnet program, that music program, that I really opened my mind to the idea of being a musician. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to take a pause for the calls. This is OTW by J. Kent and A.J. Wesley, featuring Z. Booten. When she want me, she gon' throw it off the wall. Lately she been black like it's no tomorrow. You can have me all day when my rapping gets played on your iPhone, making sure nobody call. When she want me, she gon' throw it off the wall. Lately she been going crazy like it's no tomorrow. She been happy all day, and she active all day. The wall for me. I've been the man, why the hell you think she called for me? She hold it down, she'll probably break the law for me. And best believe I let my doggies do the talk for me. I make them dance like I'm Lance, you know I do. Put that body in a trance. When I'm making my move, I need that cash in advance. You could come choose. Belly button rings and tans. When I walk in the room, she wanna sip on some. I ain't trip off nothing. I could tell I got you, I'm trying to slip on something I open doors and pick the lock, they don't know how I'm coming I'll even let you count the money, baby, keep it on honey Whoa, pick the phone up, dial tone blown up When I get to you, let me finish, ain't no rush She wanna cut around the edge like a bowl cut I knew I was a star when I hopped out the bed and woke up When she want me, she gon' throw it off the wall Lately she been like, like it's no tomorrow You can have me all day when my rapping gets played on your iPhone Nobody call When she want me She gon' throw it off the wall Lately she been going crazy Like it's no tomorrow She been happy all day Cause she active all day On the IG Getting so involved for you Hey baby you can throw it back for me I tell you how to ride You learn that from me yeah. Finding a good girl's bad for me then I bounce like a trampoline I got gasoline going roll it up And I got She gon' pour it up She got friends with her When she pulling up Steam money gang And we going up it's, it's a new year So I had to drop the ball Against the wall When she need it late at night She know who to call I'ma slide on you Pick you up And drop you off tomorrow Ziva time Hey That was OTW, and we are back. We are speaking to Miss Tasia Veal, artist, entrepreneur, and bassist for Miss Janelle Monet. Absolutely. Okay, so age 16 uh, was your first gig. Who was it with? 
Uh, it was this, um, there was this jazz band, uh, the band leader was uh, named Dr. Strong, mm-hmm. and would play, um, you know, in most black functions around town, you know, any, any, uh, like, uh, they had the cotillions or like any, um, like, function is really, I don't know, there are other, you know, black people, we always have functions, right? Right, right. <laughs> like, he was always the jazz band for those events. He was the, the main man called. And so I was the young girl with all these old guys. My mom would chaperone me because I was, I was young. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, that's awesome. My son, he, um, he started playing young and started getting paid um, for playing the drums and everything. And I remember he got his first check. He got <laughs> his first check was $50. And he was so hyped because he was like, this makes me a paid musician. I was like, <laughs> that's yeah. a good thing. look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. So I can tell you for myself, being a female in this industry, it's very hard because I mean, speaking from the, the singing part, I mean, you're judged on every single thing from I'm judged on how I look, my weight, every single high sound, if I gotta, if I sound, if I have enough runs in my riffs, you know, it's so many things. What has been your challenges? Um, because it's not that many bass female players that work with a lot of major artists. So what has been some of your challenges? Uh, I definitely relate to you with the, this industry is so fickle as a, if you're a woman, you just, before your talent is even judged, your look is judged. I have been told I'm too dark. I have been told I'm too tall. I'm too big. Like it's a lot of opportunities I've gotten or I missed out on just simply from for my look or my lack of look. I'm not edgy enough. I, I don't look old enough or I look too, like it's just, it's just been, <laughs> it's like, but can I play? Can you listen to me right. play for no, like, isn't that, I mean, there was this one time this person was putting together a band. They were trying to put together an all, like, woman band. Like, it was supposed to be, like, the woman version of Mint Condition. Mm-hmm. And they didn't care that I could play. They they wanted somebody who was a model, you know, that didn't play. Yeah. They look, and I was like, I thought you wanted a band. You know, it's yeah. just... <sighs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that's been, I think, uh, that's been, yeah, you know, it's, if you're not, I mean, if you allow it, it could really be a knock to your self-esteem, but, you know, I'm grateful that I was, I've been able to find spaces that celebrate me for me and the gifts that I have, I have gotten, I feel, I have felt respected as a musician and person Yeah, and, you know, valued for who I am and how I look in that moment, you know, it's it could be a head trip sometimes, but you know, like we have to just remember who God created us. God, God didn't make a mistake. How yeah. He created, how He wanted you to be. So, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what I found is that you really have to have a lot of thick skin for this industry, and <laughs> and you have to, like you just said, God created you. Um, you have to just own your space, and yeah. and and everything will open up that's meant to open up for you. Um, that's been my you know, my thing, I have a lot of people that try to, well, you don't sound like such and such, are you sound like, and you like, well, you know, I mean, that's cool and all, but that's not, I'm me, they're them, and you know, we're two totally different people. So, right. um, I can imagine how tough it is um, for you, but how do you, 
as a female, and not just as a female, but primarily as a female, stand out amongst the crowd because it's so many, I mean, there is a million singers, you know, million. There's not as many uh, female bass players, but <laughs> there are, you know, a few. Yeah. How do you stand out? Um, I, I would hope I stand out just uh, from the type of person I am, you know, my personality, my work ethic hopefully, you know, speaks for itself. Um, and then I guess just stylistically, I feel like I sound like me. I don't play like me. You know, my style is very much Tasia. <laughs> and it works some places and some places it doesn't work, you know. Um, but, and then obviously I am, I mean, I'm 5'10 flat foot. So in heels, I'm over six feet. I can't help but stand out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I just, yeah, I, I just, um, me. I just hope that my, I always just hope that my reputation uh, precedes itself and that, yeah. and positively, you know, and um, that will make me, someone maybe choose me over another person because they've heard good things and then my actions can back up what they've heard, so. I can um, contest to everything that you're saying right now. I mean, from from the first moment I met you, I mean, first you hook them in with the smile. That's 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 your killer. That's your killer silent silent thing right there. You hook them in with the smile, and then once you start playing, it's like whoa. And then not only that, you have a um, a great um, attitude about yourself. I mean, you you get on stage. I mean, we've done plenty of shows together. You get on stage and you move in. You're not just standing there and you feeling it. And it's just, it's, it's always been so pleasant every time I see you. And personally, I'm so proud of everything that you are doing. And I just see so much more. Like, this is just like, you know, just a little bit of what we have in store because I see a lot of greatness in you. So I'm super excited for you. Thank you so much. I, I genuinely appreciate, like, from to hear a peer say something so nice. I appreciate I just appreciate you so thank you so much oh, no problem no problem so you've had the pleasure of working with um, music soul child with your own band um, you have a female all-female um, band called Venus yes. um, was that <laughs> your first gig together with the major yes so we that's how you all met actually okay okay with music um, and we were his band for for a little under a year. Like we, okay. it was a tour season. Um, and after uh, the majority of us connected really well, because it was uh, it was I think seven of us on the road. Five of the seven, the five of us formed a group, and uh, we really bonded with one another. And um, it's been good. That's been that was two thousand nine. So I guess Venus was formed in uh, two thousand ten, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we moved to Atlanta in twenty ten. Jay and I moved here and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your your band is awesome. I mean, every every last one of y'all, every last one of y'all can hold your own by yourself, and then when y'all come together, it's just magical. So um, that's really cool. Um, so y'all formed your band, and then you released your first project. So can you tell us a little bit about your project that y'all released together? Yeah, we uh, in twenty. 13, I, I might be wrong. That might be when we released it once. We uh, released a Christmas song and then we released a Christmas EP the following year. And we recorded it in five days. Uh, it was in my basement and we all just got together and uh, we recorded it and had it uh, mixed and mastered by um, a friend. He was also on tour with us. He was our front of house engineer for music at the time, uh, Kev Brown. 
and we released it. It was a lot of fun. It was. <laughs> your your was party fun. was great. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that was such a good, it was such a good night at the. It's not. I don't think it's a club anymore. But the I side, don't think it is either. I'm sad about that because that was a really nice room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really nice. I remember I got your CD and um, we actually bought two of the CDs. And both of my boys took the CDs. I was like, oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I was like, well, dang. <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> okay, okay. Taking another pause for the calls. This is Mr. Dave Tolliver with Baby I'm Ready.
was Dave Tolliver with Baby I'm Ready. Baby, I am ready. Now back to our debut with Miss Tejaville. Okay. Um, so after that, you started, um, now I'm probably jumping around because I'm sure you played with other people outside of Music Soul Child, but then the next one I personally remember is now Janelle Monet. Um, so how has that experience been? Uh, it's been incredible and like, uh, it just life changing in a, in a lot of ways. I am um, so, uh, long story short, I'll try to condense it, but January, I mean not January, July of 2013, my mom would go to Essence Festival and she called me, she's like, Tasha, there's this girl and she was wearing white and black and she's moving all over the stage and I could just see you in, in her band. And I was like, mom, it's Janelle Monet. I know she's amazing. She's had her band for years. There's no way. She's like, you need to be in her. I can see you in her band. And I'm like, mom, no. Like, she's been with her band for years. Like, I know these guys. Like, okay, you know, you're just excited. I'm telling you, you're going to be in her band. I was like, okay, mom. Fast forward to December of that year, and I was just in a really dark space. I was just frustrated with my life. And because I had, that made, uh, I moved to Atlanta to be a full-time musician in 2010 and it was 2013 and I just was feeling frustrated mm -hmm. going and I was like you know I don't know what I'm doing in my life you know January's coming I'm just gonna quit music and get a real job and do something else and it was three weeks before the year was over and I had my plan made and I got a call this random call from this guy Decky who I had I'd only met once I'd only played with once I subbed at a church and I guess when I first moved to Atlanta, I didn't even remember doing it, but he, I met him, he was the drummer and I guess we connected and he kept my number and he was best friends with Janelle's then MD, mm -hmm. Terrence. And I guess Terrence had mentioned that he was trying to find me and Decky's like, I know her, I have her number. So Decky called me, it's like, Janelle's MD is looking for you. And I'm like, okay. He's like, he's gonna call you, but you should probably call him first. So I reached out to him and I introduced myself. He's like, okay, well, send me your, your, your email. I'll get back to you. The following week, I had an interview with Janelle, face-to-face -face interview with her. And then the very the very next day, I was flown out to Connecticut for my first show with her. And uh, I was in her band. <laughs> and so my, and the very following July, we did Essence Festival. And I was on stage just as my mother had seen oh, it. Wow. We were on stage with Janelle at Essence Festival the very next year. Like my mom, I was like, mommy, you spoke it into existence. Like she, she saw it. I mean, yeah. God, and tell your mama to see some stuff for me. <laughs> that right there, that's awesome. Wow, it's, wow. I mean, it really is God. It had nothing yeah. to do with me or nothing I did. I, 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 how could I have ever known that that one day I subbed for a friend at their church and met this drummer that. Three years later, he would bring my name up to the MD that was couldn't find me, and and I that would give me this. I mean, my first show with Janelle was Prince. We opened for Prince. He performed with us. Like my very first show, I wow. also played, like. How could I have ever dreamed that? You know, like there's that year that that first year with Janelle. Like we played with Prince twice because we did Essence Festival again. We played with Stevie Wonder twice. Like we play, we I went to Australia. Like we did. I mean, it just was a <laughs> mind blowing. I just think I was ready to quit. Yeah. I had in my mind that January I was gonna give up music because I was frustrated and done. And yeah. God is like, are you gonna trust me or what? And the yeah. look what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I got a quick smile. I'm smiling so hard. Jeez. That's awesome. That is really awesome. Um, it's just it just shows that if you keep going, you know, they always say that people um, people don't know that they're right at that edge of their success and, and doing some really great things because they stopped and 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 you just kept going. And it also shows um, what I always say. Every show you treat every show um you know, not only you give it your all, but you treat everybody, you know, with respect and you, you give it your all, you know what I mean? Because you never know who's looking at you. You never know who can turn around and say, hey, I want to use you for this. And you're a true testament of that exact thing because you went to a show and filled in for somebody, we went to a church and filled in for somebody. And then that one connection, that one day turned into somebody looking for you. I mean, it's just like, like you really can't write that. You can't make that up. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Like, and I feel like a lot of musicians miss this mark. It's like, oh, the gig's not paying a lot of money, or if it's not, I'm not playing for some big name, or I'm the venue is not a large venue. I'm just gonna show up and not learn the music, or just show up and just give whatever. Yeah. And you never know who's watching, who's in the audience, who's there. You should always do. I mean, it's we're blessed to be able to do what we love to do anyway. So why not always have joy? Why not always do it with excellence? Even if it's two people in the room or 2000 yeah. people in the room, like you should always, you're absolutely right. And you never, what if I had shown up because I was just subbing for somebody and it wasn't my, it wasn't my gig and I was just yeah. going to go let you know, the check and then I showed up unprepared or if I yeah. showed up with that attitude or if yeah. I, I would have never, I would have never made an impression on Debbie years later, like from one encounter. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. God says, if you're not faithful over the few, how can he trust you with, with many, with and much? You said it right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's it right there. Take another pause. This is our tribute to Mr. Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Featuring Butterbee Rocker, Shamir, Mia, and Avery. Let's go. Ooh. 
you guys enjoyed our tribute to Mr. Marvin Gaye by yours truly, Miss Butterby Rocker, Mia, Shamir, and Avery. What's going on, Mr. Marvin Gaye? Um, well, I saw that you, I don't know where you was at. You was overseas someplace, you know, on one of them fabulous trips of yours. And you, um, Quincy Jones, I don't know if y'all performed with him or if he was just at that particular event, but tell me about that. Oh my gosh. That was like, so we were, we did the Montreux Jazz Festival and I guess I didn't realize that he is part owner of the festival. Oh, so okay. he's there. I didn't know that. And we performed. And so and I didn't know also that he was on the side of the stage watching our performance the whole time. And so when we got off stage, he was there, you know, waiting to shake everyone's hand. And then later that night, we got invited, uh, Janelle invited us to go with her to the after party. They, they had like an after party, like jam session. Mm -hmm. So we went and Quincy Jones was there and I got to sing and play Can't Help It, which is his, you know, his hit with Michael Jackson. So. I mean, it was just the the day was a, just a dream of a day. You're in Switzerland at Montreux Jazz Festival and Quincy Jones is right there and you get to perform his song in front of him. Yeah. Because your boss brought you to the after party. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just a, another, I don't know, bucket list. Just, who, like, when would I have ever been able to meet Quincy Jones on my own? Like, never, you know, like, so. <laughs> yeah, that's really awesome, Tasia. Um, so not only have you been touring the world and doing all this stuff, but you have just released your own EP, which um, I remember you sang, a, you, you would um, do backgrounds and stuff while you was pl um, playing for me and everything. But I never heard you like sing, sing before. Actually, on your project, you did one song, I think, on your um, on your Christmas project. Yes. But, yeah. but this is my first time, like, really just hearing you. 
And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved your EP. And can you tell everybody, you know, how it felt, you know, coming out with your own project? Man, it's uh, so many emotions. It's exciting, it's scary, you feel vulnerable, you feel exposed. It's, you know, it's nervous. Um, I, I don't know, it's just, I feel grateful that people actually like to hear you say that you you like it i'm just like okay because i mean you know lots of people so for you to to listen to me means a lot and you are you you're an artist extraordinary yourself you know Thank like you. no seriously i mean come on award-winning artist so for you to to listen to me that the exchange of positivity has been so nice like amongst like from peers and then um, so I released the cover EP a few years ago and I just did that to kind of get my feet wet and because I was procrastinating on putting out music so I was scared mm -hmm. and, um, and this song that I just released a couple of months ago I actually wrote it a long time ago and I recorded it and the first, like when I, re I recorded it a few years ago it just wasn't right you know like it didn't sound like the way I heard it in my head and I was like I can't release my own song like I can't has to be right and right. finally we got it right and um we i released it uh did a soft release in may and then released it on um july 1st on on all um all digital out outlets and i don't know it's it's, it's you feel vulnerable because it's like it's a it's a true story like i wrote it myself and it's yeah it's real so it's just like oh, i'm putting myself out there and then you know as a a lot of people know me most or best as a bass player mm -hmm as a singer and then I don't I and this goes back I guess to like this is a feeling insecure in this industry like with these boxes people want to put you in like oh you you look this way you should sound like this you should sing this way you're black you should do a lot of runs and I'm that's not me at all so yeah, yeah. Oh, like the the fear of judgment being scrutinized for how I sing or yeah. stylistically like I'm still not sure what box I want to be in yet yeah. so all of that has been like <laughs> yeah yeah accomplished that I did it and you know just excited to release more music this is like a new avenue for me I'm still trying to figure out what story I'm trying to tell yeah and especially musically I really don't want to be pigeonholed just yet I don't want to yeah. be in a box yeah it's where exactly yeah. no <laughs> yeah I'm sorry <laughs> I, I, I found I find myself um you know having the same things I mean I think any artist or any musician um but I can you know primarily speak for myself I mean you get insecurities when you're putting out your own stuff because you're sensitive you don't know if people are going to like it you don't know if they're going to support it you know I'm sensitive about my own stuff I mean I was every project I put out you know you know you putting out your baby to the world to now get judged so it's yeah. a scary feeling um, to own, you know, what, what you feel like is your sound and, and your style because everybody might not be feeling it. Um, and then um, for me to, to now step into some other avenues, um, my book and, and my publishing company and the magazine and all these other things, all of these are totally, you know, scary avenues for me because it's something that I haven't done but I'm glad that I pushed myself and I'm you know at least going for it because I've never wanted to be that person that would have been the I could have would have should have mm -hmm. I at least want to say I tried 
You know what I mean? And if and if if it didn't go, if if I don't, you know, become the if I don't get that Grammy, I still got my own station. I still got my own stuff out there. And for you, you still have all of your music out there. And I believe um, I saw, isn't your song being played overseas? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you still got your, you got your songs being played on the radio overseas. I mean, how was that feeling? It's incredible to know that it has, I mean, I've always had, so my, Okay, my dream, and I don't know why it's just been a dream. I, like I have in my studio, I have pictures of Paris everywhere. Like my dream is to have a show in Paris. Like I just want, I don't know why this, this is a goal I must have, but right. So, so to know that my music is already working its way over there, I'm like, right. this the door, hopefully for that to, to have, you know, maybe create a market for me over there and, and a fan base over there. So I can have this show over. It's just, I don't know. I, it's a blessing that we're in this age, um, this technology age and this internet age where we can have, you know, it's, you know, back in the day. I mean, a lot of times I wish it's like, well, I wish I was an artist back in the 70s. I feel like that's where I belong, you know, like uh, the Motown, era, you know, that. Yeah. Um, it, I feel like sometimes it's uh, it was so pure. Yeah. So pure back then. Yeah. But we have the blessing of, it's, I think it's much easier to be an independent artist these days because. Absolutely. And, and the accessibility we have so like someone heard my ep who i never knew he was listening to me this radio um al seaforth and he he's the one who started pushing my music overseas and he i didn't even know i don't even know to this day how he found my ep like uh, thanks, thanks to the internet you know so <laughs> you know so it's a blessing you know we just it's all a blessing and i'm grateful i'm just grateful it's a blessing to be able to sustain myself and live. And this makes 10 years I've been in Atlanta. I moved 10 years ago to pursue music full time. And I really have to give God all the credit for it. Like, he's the only reason why I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. Able to sustain myself and pay my bills, pay off my car. Like, it's all God. And so I'm yeah. grateful for whatever comes my way. And I saw I that you paid off your car. I was like, oh my God, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> Is a feat, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a dance guy still paying off their car now. <laughs> so, yes, I'm just, you know, I'm just grateful to God. God has really blessed us to do what we love and to earn a living doing it. And, um, yeah. Wonderful. So, we're going to take another pause for the cause. This is my friend, Miss Carrie F's So Code. For the stormy weather My daddy buddy when the times get colder I never ever guessed that a love would turn that away I took you to my mommy, yo You spent time with my daddy, yo You were part of my family, yo You turned out to be snaggy, yo I gave you all my money, yo I gave you all my time, yo You were part of my family, yo you turn out to be snaky, yo. Why are you so cold, so cold, so cold? Why are you so cold, so cold, so cold? Why are you so cold, so cold, so cold? Boy, you're so cold, you're so cold, so cold. 
your own band and being a bass player and all this stuff but now you are the musical director of Decatur City Church one of their churches is my understanding (laughs) and on top of that you are the first African-American and the first woman so I mean I mean you just breaking all these barriers right now miss (laughs) so congratulations Mm -hmm. um so tell us about you know that experience so far Okay, so um, it's been uh, April made a year, so uh, it's made a year. So I'm, I guess I'm in my second year now. Um, I've been so Decatur City Church is part of North Point churches. So mm-hmm. Andy Stanley is the the pastor. So it's like Buckhead Church, North Point Church, Decatur City, Gwinnett, uh, Gwinnett, Brownsbridge, and there's one more. Forgive me, whoever's watching, for forgetting the other one. It's a network of churches. Mm-hmm. I would play I, before I became on staff. I was, you know, I would play between Bucket Church and Decatur City for a, a little while, and um, I got tapped to be the MD last year. Right. It was just another like, I, I, you know, I thought it would be cool, but I never thought I would actually be asked to do it. <laughs> and then I, I was, and um, I didn't think I was like, okay, God, well. I'm just grateful to be, you know, considered for the position. But you know, if you want me to have it, I, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll get the job. Fully thinking I wasn't going to get the job. I was just, right. and I, <laughs> I got the job, and I was like, oh, okay, God, I, can, I guess this is what you, <laughs> you want me to do. So, um, and yeah, so it's, uh, it's a multicultural church, primarily. Okay church but um this campus in Buckhead are like two the more multicultural campuses so um so yeah I am the first black person african-american person in this role um in this organization and then the first woman to hold this role in this organization so I'm gonna have to come to your church and come and visit yeah please come well now we're not you know because the pandemic right right 
Right. But we can watch online. Right, right. <laughs> You're welcome. When we open the doors back up, you are more than welcome. Absolutely. Well, speaking of COVID, how have you been coping since COVID? I know it has been a, um, for a lot of musicians, it's definitely stopped a lot of things. Um, my yeah. stuff stopped a little sooner than COVID because of my knee um, surgery. So I had a whole year of not really performing and I couldn't go overseas or do half the stuff that I was used to. So it was already a shell shock for me. But because of that, I have been able to transition to doing additional things. Um, I'm doing a whole lot more writing. I wrote my book and magazine and all this other stuff. So how have you been able to cope um, since this has been going on? Man, it has... How do you prepare for something like this? Like, you just... You just, I don't know. I remember everything started falling apart in March and I was like, oh, it's fine. By summer, it'll be done. Right. Now we are at the, almost the end of summer. Yeah, at the end of the year, almost literally. It is September. Next week is September. <laughs> right. Um, it is, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I won't lie and say, like, it's not been a breeze for me. It's been, it's been a head trip, you know, just like you realize how attached you, you, how much of your identity becomes attached to what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, God has been, that's part of the lessons he wants us to learn. It's like, like who you are is not what you are, like what yeah. you are, define who you are, who we are as his children. And so like we have our purposes greater than our occupation. So, um, I've been using this time to just kind of just uh, work on myself personally. Um, and I do feel like where it's been very disappointing to watch dates fall away from your calendar. You know, like I had lots of plans for these dates <laughs> this year. Yeah. And even with my own music, um, this is supposed to be like, you know, I planned it to be a kind of a bigger year for that. And I've had to shift in a lot of ways. Um, but I feel like this has given me a time just for more interest introspection and just like um so i can hear better myself and what i want to uh, to to release you know um, out to the world and then um honestly this uh, clearing of the calendar has also given me a chance to focus more on on me you know as musicians like we also you know often are it's great. I play for Janelle. It's great. I work for the church. It's great that I, I might play for you for your show, but like that when you're busy with others, it doesn't really give you a lot of chance, a lot of time to focus on what you need for yourself or how, or to do for you. So this space has given me an opportunity to just kind of settle down. Yeah. And, um, just like look within. Yeah. And then, you know, just like, um, just, uh, I guess just plan, for the future, mm -hmm. which, uh, if I'm honest, I I tend to procrastinate. You know, so I'll just put it off. I'll just do it later. I'll do it. I'll think about it next time. And then now it's just like, no, we need to. We got a plan, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> in place. So I don't know. I've just been trying to be positive. Um, I've been trying to stay positive. You know, I live alone and stuff, so that's been sometimes hard, like being forced to be alone. Even though I'm I'm somewhat of an introvert, so I don't mind. Being alone, but I don't like being forced to be alone. It kind of goes yeah, back. It's a difference. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of like let me choose it. Same way, like let me choose the bass. Don't don't force me to play violin. Right, me, right. No, say I don't like to be told, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not uh, going off on a tangent here. Um, I didn't know you were such a rebel. 
It's ever quiet. <laughs> when the quiet rebels, I'm not doing it. I'm doing this. I'm just, I'm just a little anti. So, like for example, when everybody was watching Tiger King, I'm like, I'm not watching it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because everybody was doing it. Yeah. So. I'm know. like that too. I'm, I'm gonna be so honest. Like when they when they do all of the little um, the little things they do on Instagram or on Facebook, the challenges and stuff. I'm like everybody's doing it. It doesn't make it doesn't make me want to do this. I'm not I'm not ready to show my ten year now and ten year before. No, I'm not. So. <laughs> um. All right. So what's next? Um. Next is new music coming soon by soon I can't give an actual date <laughs> but uh like even today I was I was working uh song popping in my head today and I was like oh okay great because I've been having a little bit of writer's block so this is good so new music I definitely um I'm gonna put out a uh, Christmas um I'm still trying to decide if it's just gonna be a single or a project mm -hmm. it might be a, or maybe just a single just still toying with it too but something Christmas time will be coming out for me uh and then um yeah I'm well you know, before COVID, I had a bunch of Tasia shows planned, but uh, those are, you know, off the books right now. But hopefully in the beginning of next year to resume some Tasia shows. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my uh, my sister's getting married next year, too. So I guess I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what um, word of advice would you give to someone starting out in this industry? Definitely, like you said, thick skin. Thick skin is gonna save you a lot of heartache. <laughs> you know, you have to, and not just thick skin as like, just like, don't worry about what people say, but you really have to be settled in who you are. Know who you are, know who God made you to be, and you have to be so solid in that that the world can't change you because this industry is built to change you and to make yeah. you conform to it, but you can't. You have to be sure of who you are, sure of what you stand for, Sure, what your sound is, and that doesn't, that, that doesn't mean you can't change. You can't evolve and grow and become different because we yes. should evolve and grow. I might, you know, just look at my hairstyles. My hair changes every three days. Oh, um, you know, like <laughs> it's a, it's okay to grow and change, but you should your core of who you are or who you believe to be. You have to be settled in that. And yes. then I would say you have to. You have to be, you got, you got to be willing to take the risk and put in the work. You can't just be, just don't settle for any kind of gimmick. You know, oh, I'm cute or, oh, I know this one trick or I, I, you know, like you have to do the work and be the best you can be and try to not just put yourself in one box. Like if you want to be a musician, try to make sure you can, can play all styles or try to, you know, make sure, make sure you're going to know your scales and make sure you're going to know the music, like be, you want to build up your reputation for being thorough and somebody like that's dependable and that's someone you could be counted on. Like you're, what I think I've learned most in this industry is not always about what you can do, but like who knows you. Mm -hmm. or like, you know, like, so your reputation, like reputation will precede you. And, and a negative reputation is so much harder to overcome. Absolutely. Like, once a bad work gets out about you, I don't care how many good things you do, that one bad thing is gonna follow you forever. So you have to stay on top of your rep. And that means having a character, being on time, learning music, like honoring your word. If you say, if you agree to a gig, I don't care if a higher paying gig comes, keep the gig that you on, like you gave your word to because you should, you should honor, the, you know, you just gotta be- Right, integrity. 
integrity yes yes yeah. it's really and truly that that matters almost more than talent and yeah. if you want longevity and yeah you know i mean you can't suck <laughs> you know what I'm saying? so many people are good there are a million talented people in this world yeah what is going to give you the edge over that you know right. that's knowing who you are figuring out how to market yourself and your your, your reputation yeah yeah make sure it's spotless I would like to also throw in there, you have to be open because sometimes you can be so into your own self that, that you can't, that you're not coachable. And sometimes, yep. especially playing with a team of other people, you have to be coachable and open to suggestions and changes and different stuff like that. So, I mean, you could be good, but if nobody can talk to you because you, you're above everybody, yes. you're not going to get yes. anything. You're not going to be far. <laughs> That is that is hundred percent true. You have to be. Nobody wants to know it all. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're on your own gig and you're the star, then that's when you could be the the, the king or the queen. Other than that, you have to be like you said. Because if you walk in that room and you you playing the song as you heard, you think you heard, it and the artist says no, that's not how I want it. Yeah, you gotta change. There's no there's no debate. There's no well, this is what I think or I know this or I went to school and this is what I learned. Like no. Yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> Yeah. Gotta adapt quickly and yeah. positively, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so how can people um, support you? Thank you. <laughs> um, you can go directly to my website, hello, I'm Tasia.com, which will direct you to my Bandcamp page. So if you want to go straight to Bandcamp, hello, I'm Tasia.bandcamp.com to download any music directly from me, or you can find my new single on all digital media outlets so itunes google play um amazon youtube uh youtube spotify i believe title yeah okay well i just want to say thank you so much for being very transparent on my show transparency talks podcast it has been an honor and i have definitely learned a whole lot more about you that i didn't even know so <laughs> it's always a good thing so thank you and i'll talk to you later Thank you, buddy. One, two, three. Woo! So without further ado, I present to you, Miss Tejaville. You've been getting up close and personal with her all day. This is go, everybody. I, I just don't understand How you say him, my man But won't tell me you love me Plan. I've been taking my hand and found no one above me. And we, we can't keep going round and round. My head is spinning. We can't keep playing house. You're the only one winning. It's my move, so I gotta go. Make up your mind. Make up your mind.
Thanks again to our sponsors at the Institute of Professional Grief Coaching. Visit them today at www.workplacegriefworkshops.com. That's workplacegriefworkshops.com. 